name. <laughs> I really like that. Um, I haven't been on a Tinder date before. Wonderful. Okay, so we should just leave those bits in. <laughs> I will. <laughs> You're listening to Very Loose Women. You're listening to Very Loose Women on Resonance 104.4 FM. So one of, one of our very first episodes was on internet dating. Um, and we didn't actually once mention phone-based dating. It was all about Guardian Soulmates and UniformDating.com, which we talked about quite a lot. Um, but since then, I've tried out OkCupid, Tinder, Happen, Her, like loads of different apps uh, for dating to varying levels of success. So in this episode, I thought we'd just talk about our experiences with these apps and how is it also different from, say, classic dating of just, you know, meeting someone in a bar, even though that never happens, but, you know, through friends or whatever. Hi, I'm Leo. I'm Emma. And I'm Catherine. Okay, so first of all, I th- I thought we'd talk about our kind of personal experience with just like having these apps on our phones. I know that we all have web phones. <laughs> Smartphones, I believe they're called by web the general phones. populace, but <laughs> I like web phones as well. <laughs> so, so phones that have apps on them. So what apps right now do you have on your phone which are dating related? None, because I deleted Tinder for the third time. Third time? That's yeah. a story in itself. We've got to hear about yeah. that. Um, I actually have recently deleted... See, the thing is, this is a very boring piece of information, but, like, my phone can't hold that many apps. So I have <laughs> to quite often delete things, like, on a daily basis. So I would have had OkCupid. I recently deleted it. But I'd like to put in one that is peripherally related to dating, perhaps, which is Clue, which is my period tracker. Because it allows me to also track things like my sex drive or, like, you know, my mood, which are related to dating in a peripheral My way. period tracker doesn't tell me about my sex drive. I should switch period tracker app. Wait, what's how yours does it called? know? Is it because you're inputting that I you had the information. Sex? No, mine's called, <laughs> mine's called Clue, and basically, like, you have your little calendar, and then you can... So I'm telling it. I'm, it's not telling me, but maybe it will tell me at some point. But so far, I've just started it. So I've put in, like, how heavy or how light my period is or whatever. Then it's, like, pain One of is one of the categories. So it's, like, cramps tender breasts then it's like sex so it's like high sex drive when is the horny time before I think, the period oh mine is during my period yeah but well, before and during but maybe not with the most heavy day and good to Constant, know but like yeah. during the period anyway i just think it's periphery related to dating because it you is know, my mood and things like that and you know um just to make a tiny point because i know that my mom sometimes listens to the show and sometimes is like so you were talking about this, and I didn't really know what that was. So, like, just what obviously differentiates it from, like, other dating websites or apps is, like, it's literally you see a couple of pictures mm. and then you, like, swipe right or swipe left or whatever, depending on if you like them or don't like them. But yeah. crucially, in order for someone to be able to chat to you on Tinder and actually get to the point of asking you out, um, you both have to like each other, and yes. that's called making a match. So if you like them and they don't like you back, then you will never be able to message them. But it also does, if you log into facebook which like presumably most people do um it will also show you if you have connections in common so but i find that means that the kind of random nature of it and the fact that it brings up people within a certain radius or whatever i'm obviously instinctively drawn to the sort of security of someone knowing someone i know so Uh, in effect i'm kind of like as soon as i see that we've got three facebook friends in common i'm automatically thinking okay that person is a bit less frightening And Catherine, why did you delete Tinder three times? What's the story there? I've always got it at certain periods, which like seem to be 
you know fallow <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was trying to think of a way to describe it but yeah troughs and peaks I suppose but I've, I've always decided to go down the tinder route for a very set reason and that reason doesn't seem to be a very long term one it's more like because I have this thing in my mind almost a pre-judgment that I won't meet someone that I really really like off tinder I probably won't even meet someone so it's a way to fill time reduce like an element of boredom boredom add some free song in my day by matching with people free and song. seeing who's out there on the off chance that there could be a date but I've never actually got to the stage of dating I've had very unsatisfying conversation so for me it's like a tick box exercise mm. maybe at the end of a relationship or if you just have a bit of a low point I wouldn't say it improves my self-esteem but it's that kind of similar rebound up not even rebound but just more like um bit when you intrigue. have nothing yeah like a fallow period I would say you know it's not mm. like it's a it's a low point because I'm not necessarily upset I mean I might be but it's more like there's nothing happening. Let's generate some interest. I'd so rather you, have something in the background going on at all times. So at that point, it's not even a hookup app. Are you using it as a hookup app, Emma? I've never had Tinder. Um, and yeah, I've never used Tinder. I've never had Tinder. Are you against? My I find it kind of, it creeps me out a little bit because there's so little information about people on it. Agreed. I really um, like that about it. And... I just I just find it a bit weird. Like, I just feel like you don't know anything about this person. Why would you start talking to them? It's so superficial. If you approach someone in a club, that is obviously superficial as well. But it seems a bit like it's so impersonal. And, like, the way that people say, like, for example, I know people who've, like, had boyfriends, whatever, monogamous relationships, but they'll be like, oh, I'll just go, I'll play on Tinder. I'll just play. Like, mm-hmm. it's like a game to, like, yeah. go through and scroll through. And I find that really unpleasant. I'm not going to go on a date with someone if I don't already know that I find them interesting and feel a connection with them and I haven't met them in person already. It would be, unless they really kind of put in loads of effort, people don't seem, in my experience, to put effort in to Tinder and impressing you. So I feel I should cut in at this point because I have used Tinder and I've met up with people on Tinder. I don't particularly go for people when I have friends in common with them because I'm like well, then they can ask that friend and then I don't want like that conversation to happen. So I just tend to not do that. And actually, the one of the first dates I went on, the person just happened to have studied a similar course at a similar university to me. Like it was really weird how like there are a lot of parallels. So just act completely accidentally, I thought that she was going to be completely different from me and actually she was quite similar. And just in terms of chatting, like you can chat for quite a long time beforehand. I tend to avoid that. But um, I've spoken to people who have had like quite long conversations before meeting up. And apparently that kind of helps quite a bit when you get to the actual date for it to be like less awkward. I think that there are varying experiences and especially with Tinder, because it's it's just such a raw format, you kind of make it like a bit like Twitter or something, you kind of make of it what you what you want. So I've been on OkCupid. Just on specifically OkCupid, I find that what they do to the pictures is quite weird. Tinder kind of makes everyone look really nice. OkCupid, I think it's because they ask like six favourite things. Things you can never live without, but you can choose not to answer those things. What I quite like about it is it asks you, like you can choose to answer like a million different questions and they have like quite weird questions sometimes. If you had to, like, marry a dog, what dog breed would you marry? You know, like, stuff like that, which is, like, kind of fun. And you can answer loads and loads of weird questions like that. And then it'll kind of, you can choose to see people who, like, match on those things. So I feel like whenever I'm, I've got, like, a high match with someone, I'm quite confident that we actually do have quite a lot in common. Okay. And when I read their profiles, I'm like, yeah, I can see, like, loads of different points that we do actually have in common because we both would want to marry a border collie. You know, like, it's, (laughs) I, I quite like that. Um, but just like going back to Tinder a little bit, because I know that I was quite dismissive. But then obviously I have this like guilty secret, which is like I've never had Tinder on my phone. But what I have had 
is J-Crush, which is like the Jewish Tinder. <laughs> so it's literally exactly the same, but you just know most people on there are Jewish. And like the only information you really get about them, similar to Tinder, you don't get a lot of information, but you get like name, age, whatever. And then it'll be like, in what way are you Jewish? So it could be like spiritually, culturally, or like um, orthodox. But like if you're orthodox, you're probably not on a dating app. Um, and like some people just say willing to convert. So actually there's like a whole range. So that's all the information you get about wow. them. But for some reason, I just found it really funny and that's why I downloaded it. Like I just found the whole concept really funny. Have you chatted to anyone through it? I have. I made a real faux pas. What? Um, so there was like... Did this... you ask someone what they were doing for Christmas? No, but it's almost that bad. There was this like incredibly beautiful guy who had like a really big beard. And, you know, I was kind of looking at him thinking like Hasidic Jew or hipster, which apparently is a commonly asked question. <laughs> Um, if you search the internet, there are like many like Tumblr blogs de- like devoted to that. Do you say Tumblr blog? That's wrong, isn't it? A Tumblr, <laughs> Tumblr. Yeah. But anyway, so like devoted to like that very question. And we were messaging and like trying to meet up. And he asked me to meet him like at 10 a.m. on a Sunday one day. He was like, do you want to meet now? Which I thought was kind of weird. And then I suggested, oh, no, but like, what are you doing on Friday night? Oh. And I never heard from him again. Um, and we've been chatting like a fair amount so I think I must have really like he must have been like that girl was just willing to convert she wasn't really (laughs) Jewish so that was the end of my love affair with J-Cross I think some of the differences in the way that you're thinking about Tinder and I think it can be quite different if you are maybe a straight woman looking for a guy on Tinder compared Mm. to a girl looking for a girl or some kind of like maybe just a general LGBT community. Mm. Heterosexual Tinder is much more hookup oriented and it's really hard to sift through that matching with like as many people as possible. So it really is that like laws probability mean that you just have to dedicate several hours to constantly flicking through to get a certain amount who then you chat to or you match, then the amount you chat to, then the amount you like. That's a huge time commitment. Mm, like, that's true. You know, I was kind of praising OkCupid, and I think the point was made, but like on Tinder, people can't message you until they've matched you. Mm. Whereas like on OkCupid, especially if you say things like you're a queer woman or like a bisexual woman, you'll get loads of creepy men messaging you. Mm. I don't know, quite a lot of women put on their profiles like, I don't just want creepy men messaging me about it because you get that so much and that's kind of hard to avoid. So when we did our first show on Instead Dating, I remember one of the anecdotes was our friend talking about the guy who, you know, he got so jaded with internet dating that he always took a conversation piece and he made it very apparent he wasn't going to be going anywhere where he had to spend How money. How could we forget the you bow tie belt That's what I mean. I don't want to ruin it for anyone who's not listened. Once you start, and you, especially if you're paying a subscription for something, you invest a certain amount of time. Soulmates was free back then. It, yeah, It hasn't been for quite a long time. And I yeah. know I actually, it, it's only free to see people but there's like different pays grades oh, like okay. I know at the time mm. like even three four years ago someone I knew using it was paying something like maybe 20 quid a month or whatever. I'm not sure you're investing a certain amount of time and then every date you go on you're spending money on that and if it doesn't go somewhere you can get into this very jaded way of thinking okay why am I putting in the time and effort and I'm mm. not going anywhere what's the sort of cost benefit analysis of me internet dating and I really don't like the idea of doing that because I, I wouldn't want to think that way but equally I don't want to break the bank ballot. I just can't see myself being in a situation where I want to go for a daytime date with someone because I don't know them well enough to go out for dinner. If I'm going to go on a date, I want it to be a proper date. See, we also differ there. I'm always up for the hanging out and like, I, you know, going to a gallery or something. I think a lot of the people I know who are very into app dating especially 
they're not people who've like enjoyed dating that much before and they're not people I would see as like regular daters and they maybe mm. don't like romantic dates it's true. and high I effort dates. They that want prescription. a forum. Description. They want a forum for meeting people more casually just to yeah. get to know them. Whereas I think I'm a bit more old fashioned in I don't want to know that you're looking for X, Y, and Z and you're trying me out to see if I match. I want to know that you met me and you really like me. Okay. And that's why we're going on a date and it's I going think, to be romantic. I think also I go from the perspective that everyone can have something great. And yeah. so, like, I can't really go wrong. That's kind of like my bottom line when it comes to... So I've been on three Tinder dates to so far not so successful but <laughs> I mean give it there was also that story that I mentioned the other week of you know someone bringing up other dating apps that I could use for like more dates Here's a tip, yeah yeah so it was varying levels of success so do you think that using tinder specifically but maybe just more generally like geolocation apps or like other dating apps do you think it makes people seem more disposable like you've got more choice and so like I have a friend who didn't start dating someone properly until like the fifth date and that can't really happen that easily with dating apps because you're like oh by the fifth date like you should probably know so like do you think the tinder like makes people seem like you've got more options and they're all at you know at your fingertips literally i think it's also just the nature of things like as i say on okcupid you can get a lot of messages that you don't really want and like the fact that it's just so easy to ignore them like that to me makes it seem quite but like that there's are other people who are messaging you with like some interest, but like if it's just like a bit boring, mm. you know, that's just still someone who's like put themselves out there, and it seems yeah. really horrible. But like because of the volume of messages that you can get, like you're not going to reply to someone unless you actually like have some like proper. Do interest. you know about ghosting? When, no. So ghosting is like when you chat to someone for ages, then you meet up with them, and then they just decide that they don't like you, and so they just completely stop. Isn't that rejection? <laughs> So it's it's like, it's like a specifically um, why is it called ghosting? Because because you just like, like leave our lives if you were like never there. I yeah. think you just like <laughs> thank you, <laughs> Emma. Yes, it is rejection, but it's a very specific internet dating, like app dating based form of rejection where like you stop messaging, you like pretend that they're, they've been active on Tinder, but they're not chatting to you. They've you been active on Tinder, even active. like like it could have like progressed to WhatsApp. You might have even met them, and then they've suddenly decided nope, and they never tell you. This hasn't actually happened to me. I just it sounds like as far as you sounds know. like I'm being vindictive. Um, but um, but yeah, apparently there's this term for just like someone like becoming a ghost. But I think that happens generally. But mm. the thing that makes it different with apps and stuff is that you can see that they're online. Mm. You can tell they've been active on WhatsApp. You can tell that they've read your Facebook message. You can tell that they've been playing on Tinder. But they're but they're ignoring you. Whereas normally you would like pre iPhone or whatever, you could send a text and you would never have confirmation unless they replied that they'd yeah. actually received it, right? Or back that, in the days of pigeons and letters. <laughs> but like, you know, that that's like a very normal like phenomenon. Like mm. I have done that to people. Um, I <laughs> Peanut have, just made a face. <laughs> people do that to me all the time. That's mm. happened to me a lot. Um, probably, I probably balance out, you know, maybe it's a bit mean, but like stuff happens. Like sometimes people just have a bit of a freak out or it comes to a natural end, mm. you think in your mind or they think in their mind where, you know, the last text just doesn't have a question or whatever it is. And you just go, yeah, whatever, mm. we're moving on. That's, it would make it awkward to talk about it. But it's, you know, it's different when you can tell that they definitely have seen that message and yeah. it's like red. And I then, think no. I don't know. I I I feel like I'm less sensitive because I've never been through normal dating. Like my 
but first relationship it kind of just happened and then lasted four years and I never really dated before that so now is actually the first time that I'm dating so I'm new to dating and app dating is like my day-to-day normal reality so maybe that's why I'm just like more relaxed about it do you think that you like I kind of get the sense you like the sort of anonymity of it though like, yeah I love that mm, like yeah. you say you know you don't want to chat to someone if you see you've got friends in common and like yeah. what do you think it is about that like why why do you not want that? I think that's a range of things. I think one, I feel like we have a very close knit, close friendship group. Incestuous, and we're so incestuous. <laughs> so I just want to get away from that. Um, so that's the first thing. But but also, I like to appear like a blank slate. Like I can be whoever I want with a new person, and I find that very liberating. Whereas if you're kind of transferred through, like or like meeting in a particular context, then you're always going to be tied to that context, and it's like quite nice to be taken out of that and and, and see people raw. I yeah, guess. for sure. Yeah. I think there's something quite exhilarating about being with someone that you just don't know. Yeah. But I think it's really nerve-wracking. Like, I've not done much dating at all um, because I've probably, like, I've been out with people that I kind of knew as friends first, mm. generally. So, like, and it's kind of evolved into going out with them and never really had to go through much dating. And I feel like I find dating really nerve-wracking because I think that when someone knows me quite well, you know, like, if I have an off day, it doesn't matter because like they know that like I'm really hilarious or like you know mm. they, they know what I'm like and that's okay. Whereas like when you first meet someone like and you're nervous, you're like I don't know. I don't think that I'm ever like my best self on a date. Like I'm I'm never yeah. like oh yeah I'm I'm being really funny and clever and whatever. Like yeah. I'm not really giving it my best best foot forward. Mm. So I feel like I find that m- much more stressful. Um, yeah, I have an embarrassing date story if you want it. Yes, of course I want that. So I'd never, my first time using any dating app successfully because, as I say, my J crush love interest never got back to me after I <laughs> revealed myself to be not really a practicing Jew. Um, but I did finally then go on an OkCupid date and I met this girl. We like met up, we we're like sitting and chatting, and she was like, How's your dating on OkCupid been so far? And I said, Oh, well, you're my first date actually, you know, so I'm a bit nervous. And I asked her about hers, and then she said, Oh, yeah, um, I've been on like one date that was quite nice. Um, this girl who's like living in a pub that she's renovating in insert London um, area in which I live, and I was like, "Oh, that's my flatmate." <laughs> so then I realised that we, yeah, it's quite a small pool. Just a small section on ways to get around dates being awkward because in these app-based dating dates, then <laughs> then you can end up in a situation with someone obviously that you've never met before that's actually the most likely scenario um so I found like one way to just kind of make that less awkward so my first ever tinder date I went on it and then at the end I was just suddenly like I can't deal with this anymore so I suddenly like said I just have to go now I have to go meet a friend and I just kind of rushed off so since then (laughs) I've I've always like kind of delineated the time like I am available from this time and then I have a go have to go to a thing at this time so I have to leave at that point thereby looking popular Also, but also you're kind of putting a closed time on it. So there's an end to the awkwardness. It's true. It's always awkward, like to know how how to end a date or like how long to keep it going. I don't know. I'm really, I'm so bad at dating. I like to call this the micro date. Also, I like micro appointments where you meet someone for half an hour. But you know why you're having this problem? Because you're doing day dates. The awkward day date that can become an evening date as well. I am doing only day dates. If you only did an evening date, the Mm. date ends before the last tube. Or ah. you stay mm. and you you go home and mm. you have a kiss outside the tube station. Yeah, none of my Tinder dating has resulted in any kissing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I've not kissed anyone. My work around this is, mm. well, I don't use dating apps, but maybe like sleep with someone before you go on a date. 
that removes a lot of the anxiety. I mean, oh. that's, that's quite difficult, I think, if you're using like Tinder to meet up yeah. with someone that you've never met before. Also, it's difficult for me because, like, I don't, I don't have a very extensive sort of track record of sleeping with people. So sleeping with someone is a very big deal for me. So I, I wouldn't just like, you know, bolster my confidence by random, like by sleeping with someone. But like, if you know that you like someone first and you've already met them. And then you have a date because you're like, we're interested in each other. Wait, with another person? No. You I sleep mean, with the person that you're going on a date with? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that makes I would sense. no longer call that a date at that point. I, yeah, I know what you mean. I think that once you're doing that, it is dating. But there's, I think there's kind of two very different kinds of dating. Dating when you just don't know someone at all. I guess like mm. a blind date or whatever. You've yeah. seen pictures of them. So then it's like you're just kind of throwing yourself into it. Or seeing someone dating someone that you already know and have had sex with is a, a whole different kettle of fish you've got mm. stuff to talk about yeah you might not know them that well though it's true but it's well, I think you it's, might have just you might have even just kissed them or had but you know you might have been mm. at a party you kiss them or you spend the evening together you don't know them hugely well mm. but there's something that just means you know you fancy them mm. you know they're quite interesting and you know you could bear a whole evening in their company so emma Questions okay on OkCupid. So, if, okay, they range from, like, would you rather be tied up during sex, do the tying, or avoid bondage altogether, to do you put the shopping cart back at the grocery shop, which gives the following options. Yes, no, I just leave it in the parking lot. Or I don't do this kind of grocery shopping, which I also think is quite funny. <laughs> like, where's the mystery when you start being with each other? You only I get know to that on you okay want to be tied up. Well, I think that's good, though. You know what people... Like, you know that you're compatible. You only you, know the answers to the questions that you've also answered true right and it take there are a lot of questions on there so actually in my experience of okay cupid which is limited uh because i deleted it off my phone um <laughs> could your phone not hold that many apps as well no it just gave me a lot of notifications and it pissed me off i mean obviously i could have turned off the notifications they're, they're quite a lot to get through and so actually the chance of you having answered a question that someone else has answered is actually quite small oh i've answered hundreds i oh. love it it's just like sitting there and talking about yourself for like hours you don't even need to like you like match with anyone it's Which just is like what we do <laughs> we're praying to that on resonance 104.4 fm maybe we just need to match with each other there's some more questions. Like, I just like that it ranges from, like, should public masturbation be considered a crime? Yes or no. To what's the worst trait to have, greed or laziness? <laughs> to would you like to date someone a lot purer than you? I just, ooh. Pure, I mean, what does that mean? No, I don't know. Exactly. Apparently so there are only three questions on those questions that actually have any relevance. Do you know that theory? Yes. Apparently, if you match on the on three of the questions, then that's the, the best indicator mm. for, like, if you... But they were really yeah. weird ones. Like, do you think, like people should carry guns no that isn't one of them I, I remember two of them one of them is like do you like scary movies oh yeah and the other one is like um would you just like would you ever just consider like you know kind of like throwing it all in and just going and living on a houseboat and there's one more question I that's think. funny because someone i went on a tinder date recently asked me whether or not i'm spontaneous so actually that's there you go yeah so how do they get around the fact that people often say things that they want to believe about themselves or they want people to think. How do you is get there, around that in real life? Well, I think sometimes like that is part of knowing people, but like mm. there are ways like you have certain tests, say like, I don't know, I'm thinking of the obvious example, like a Myers-Briggs where it'll ask mm. very similar questions repeatedly, but from different sort of sides to try and like catch out discrepancies and find the pattern. Mm. Um, so I'm not saying that this is necessarily a hugely um, like you know, um, scientific tool or they've, they obviously want to make it fun. But I just, I just think like a lot of people, if you said to people, what are you looking for in a prospective partner? They'd say funny, clever, you know, nice. 
attractive mm. those things mean complete different things to different people so it's you know it's hard to get like a degree of granularity what are you looking for in a date someone who puts their shopping trolley back <sighs> I think I'm looking for someone fun. boring and self-centred like you know <laughs> aren't we all uh, yeah, so that's all we've got time for for today. Um, we wish you many happy Tinder or non-Tinder dates. Um, that's bye for me. Oh, bye. Bye. You have heard The Love That I Crave by The Blow and this is Careless Love by Bertha Chippy Hill. <laughs>